Welcome to episode 18 of the John and Tom Show, recorded June 18, 2021. I haven't watched the weather in so long. I used to watch the weather all the time when I was a kid. Oh, really? Wow. No, yeah. I usually watch it every day, you know, because, you know, what the hell, I'm retired. You know, <laughs> it's, uh, it, 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 it's, it's part of my daily ritual. I, local news is underrated, I think, actually. I think uh, there's a lot to be said for local news. It's it's uh, it's sort of um, non-offensive for the most part. They don't get too deep into anything. No, so they, they keep it non. It's the one thing in the world that's still somewhat innocent. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, just it's just factual. I mean, it's just here. You know, they, they don't interject any commentary right. into it. They just they just say it like it is. There's it's almost it. nothing left like that. Oh, oh no, it's uh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's for those of you out there listening, uh, check out the local news, check out your local news. If you want a refreshing, uh, blast of, uh, innocence or uh, nonpartisan, uh, information, usually it's, you know, maybe there's a cat stuck in a tree or something, but Hey, it's not, uh, going to piss you off usually unless it's, you know, unless they're talking about some murder that somebody, just did in your local area, which would suck. But um, typically, it's fairly benign, in my opinion. Would yeah, you agree? Yeah, well, you know, I said, well, okay, last night two or three people were murdered. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay, what else is new? Yeah, I turned know? on the radio this morning. Um, four people shot, and I just turned it right off. Yeah. It's like, first yeah. thing on the radio, like, uh, no, I'm good. I don't want to hear that crap right now. Yeah, every day I saw, let's see, the last mass shooting I saw was this morning. Nine people were shot. And then remember, California, they had uh, eight people were shot, and they had that deal in, uh, oh, where was it? Uh, yeah, that was that was California's birthday party. I, I've lost track. Yeah, there's, yeah, so, yeah, many there's so many. I know, I know. But it, it's, it's literally every freaking day. It pretty much is every day. There's, you know, a, there's yeah. a mass shooting. It's, it's gotten to be the all-American thing to do. You know, grab up your your uh, AK-47 or whatever and start blasting people. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw a stat in uh, 2019 and 2020, there was 83,000 deaths by gun in America. Is that all? 83,000. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a uh, lot of deaths oh, yeah. from a gun. Yeah. That's kind of amazing. Um, yeah. Where do we begin, right? Where do we begin on that topic? I, I wasn't even planning on talking about that, but... Um, yeah, I don't want to get into that. That's um, depressing at best. We've tried to cover that in the past. And oh, I, try to I be, know. We've talked you know, about that. And it, I try to be fair. And, you know, but the reality is you do get back into the history of our country and it is hard to uproot. But, yeah, I think on the surface, if you were to remove, you know, if you were to make it harder to get guns, I'm pretty sure the numbers would go down. You know what I would like to do, John, is see historically – the number of mass murders by guns in this country, you know, like, like what, what is it today and compared to say 30 years ago or 60 years ago oh. or, you know, and, and I, I'm, I've got a very heavy, well, it's a fact that in this country there's more guns than people. Well, I don't recall, uh, uh oh, that's an interesting stat, but I don't yeah. recall, um, before Columbine, Columbine was sort of, to me was the beginning of the of the 
Columbine was the Colorado 1999 mass shooting where they these two kids, the, the, the trench coat mafia came in and yeah. locked down the school and just went down the hall shooting their classmates. Um, I don't remember that ever happening before. There probably were a few uh, events that did happen in prior like 20, 30 years that were here and there, small ones like yeah. that. But then once that happened... I feel like it was like the floodgates opened and all these other, you know, that yeah. started happening on a regular basis. Yeah. And um, that was 20 years ago, you know, over 20 years ago. And so, yeah, I think it'd be interesting to see the stats of like after 2000, like up to 2000, how many had there been? And then after two, year 2000, um, where, how many were there? And um, I'm sure now we're at the place where it's almost daily. Well, There's some sort of, you know, but then you have like places like Chicago where it's, oh, it's, that's, it's a different, I think it's a different dynamic, but there's still mass shootings and oh, they're happening yeah, every single yeah, day. Yeah. And just in Chicago, they're happening every day. Yeah. But yeah. that's a different dynamic. But there, you know, you got people coming in to crowds shooting randomly in mm -hmm. like in Austin, Texas or in Georgia or Savannah. Those all happened in the same day, like a week ago. And, um, you know, you don't even hear, you don't even get news stories on them anymore. Like nine people shot. It's not even it's not even trending on Twitter. And you ten know, people shot. That's you know, sad. That's sad. sad because we just don't. I mean, we're so we're so hardened by it anymore that it's like okay, nine people. Well, it's become you know? normalized. Yeah. Well, you know the Somehow. one that that sickens me the most and stands out the most was Sandy Hook. Oh yeah, yeah I agree was, with you. There. That was that's got to be the worst of the worst. And I, and know. and then compound with that the uh, Alex Jones um, conspiracy that it never happened. And, well, and Marjorie Taylor Greene. And Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and he stayed. got in a lot of trouble for that. He got sued, yeah. and so but Marjorie Taylor Greene also didn't realize what the Holocaust was apparently. Yes. Because uh, she just went to the Holocaust Museum when she compared uh, having to get a vaccine to being a holocaust survivor yeah. or something yeah yeah uh, going through the holocaust uh, or the 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 mark you know in germany mm -hmm. um she went to the holocaust museum it's like oh that was the holocaust you know <laughs> like oh well yeah no that that's not comparable then but she she, I, I, she just didn't know she she actually was i don't think she knew what the holocaust was you know the problem is that i see with her ignorance you can fix stupidity i don't know how you fix that so she i see her as not only ignorant but incredibly stupid so what uh, so when yeah. how you we, we can describe like the difference between ignorance and stupidity i think stupidity is when you have been told something or mm -hmm. you know it you're no longer ignorant because you've been exposed to something yep. yet yep. you still aren't you, you can't you either can't process it you haven't understood it you haven't taken the time to understand what it is or whatever that is you're just too stupid to understand what that is yeah or or i don't know or maybe you just don't get it or something like but ignorance is you're just you haven't been exposed to it you don't right. know it so you've never knowledge. been but it's a lack of knowledge stupidity is you it's not a lack of knowledge yeah you do know it but you you're interpreting it Mm -hmm. improperly mm -hmm. <laughs> you're interpreting it in a way of someone who is not smart well, you know, okay, Marjorie Taylor Greene's a lot younger than me. Okay, that's fine. But everybody, every school kid 
in America since World War II. That begs the question, did, did been, her school teach that? You know, what I don't school know. did she go to and did is it is she a uh, 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 you know, a casualty of that school system? Is the school system lacking where she went? Well, that's you know, a good point. I hadn't thought of that, John. Maybe the same with Lauren Boebert and some of these other people that yeah. lacking. Maybe they, they are truly ignorant. Yeah. They actually just don't know. If they know and they still, you know, I think the South, the Confederacy stuff, that that's those are not ignorant people. Mm-hmm. They know. They, oh, if yeah. you're, you know, you know what you're doing. You know what the Confederacy stands for. Sure. That's not ignorance. Yeah. You can't call that ignorance. That's stupid. I mean, I don't even call it. You can't call it stupidity. It's it's they're choosing that that that's what they want. They they're choosing. Um, basically, I think it, see it as slavery. We, there's people that argue that, but they call it states' rights. But it's yeah. it was, But the, what was your what was your state right that you were fighting for? The state right that you were fighting for was slavery. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, there wasn't anything that much exactly. in contention. The state right that you cared most about was slavery. Absolutely. So it's just a semantics they're trying to confuse you, but it was slavery. They they were pro-slavery. And I think that's that's the biggest thing. And people that fought, wave the Confederate flag are pro-slavery. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any other way around it. Um, and you can um, I, 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 convince me otherwise. I don't know. Yeah, I, you know, this goes back. About 20 years ago, when I was visiting in Germany, our friends, uh, uh, Edith and Ernst, they were both teenagers during World War II in, in Germany. And uh, they had to, you know, join Hitler Youth and all this other crap. And, you know, because you didn't say, well, well, I'd rather not my kid not do this. You know, you did it. You didn't you have know. a choice. You didn't have a choice. But. I remember while we were there, they had there was an election in uh, Austria, and this neo-Nazi, a confirmed neo-Nazi, won an election. I mean, like as a what year was this? This was about two thousand. Holy think. crap! Yeah. yeah, it's been a, yeah, it was a long time ago. And Edith, Not that long. No, that's no, that's true. Twenty years. Yeah, well, <laughs> I thought yeah, you were going to say a long time. Yeah, yeah, no, well, no, yeah, twenty years ago. Anyway. Edith went off her nut. She goes, these damn kids don't even know. She, they, they had they, no idea yeah. of what they're doing, of what they're getting involved in. They don't know. She lived through it. Yeah. You know, and uh, I see, unfortunately, I see the kind, same kind of thing happening here today. I mean, it's, you know, these, these guys are getting into these off-the-wall radical groups militant radical groups right and and it's you know where where is it where is going to when's it going to end what what what, what's all this going to happen is department of homeland security right that they're going to there's going to be more and more violent attacks on democracy by these groups or you know it does seem that way does seem like it's going to continue um there are you know groups we've discussed in the past like proud boys and oath keepers and three percenters and other groups mm-hmm. like that um and it doesn't seem like they're uh well actually proud boys they in canada just disbanded mm-hmm. um which led me to do a little additional research on on them uh and their founder who was gavin McInnes, i hadn't really heard his name before um and it led me down a little little 
rabbit hole of of information about him, which is really interesting. And <laughs> I wish I would have done this b- before, but um, it's only Proud Boys have only been around for five years since 2016. Um, this guy Gavin McInnes was uh, it's sort of as a joke started it on from his podcast Get Off My Lawn, and um, it it just you know kind of spiraled into something I don't. I don't know if he intended it or not. I don't think he intended it to be what it was, but I, he wasn't against what really it came to. I don't think he's against it because he's still out there putting out content every single day. Mm-hmm. Similar, similar vein. He's a confusing guy. I'm just starting to get to to under to to you know sort of be exposed to him. But he started. He also co-founded Vice Magazine, which is a left-wing magazine. Yeah, I <laughs> he was know. kicked out in 2008 from that, but. Uh, he's a punk rock guy. Um, so the 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 origins of the Proud Boys are, it's a joke, right? Oh yeah, Kinda the like whole thing. In, in 2016, what else was a joke in 2016? There's something else that was a pretty big joke in 2016. Uh, <sighs> Trump. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I was I was thinking. Well, the biggest one I can think of was Trump. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, clown. yeah. So yeah. It's a, the, that you know, it was sort of this uh, the Great Reset. I think that people were looking at like, let's make it chaotic. Let's change up the system. Let's anything but the status quo. Sort of this this sort of hipster punk rock um, anti-establishment view of like maybe maybe Trump will just totally upset the apple cart and everything and you know what he did but in in ways that i don't think people realize and just how much power he wanted and how far he would go and want you know and, and be so insanely crazy but um these groups they they turned into something a little more than i think that that guy ever realized would happen but now that they have and then now there's it's sort of disbanded in canada he's not slowing down the guy's a media whore he, he's a oh yeah he he's a attention whore yeah you know? and and I think that kind of gets down to the root of some of a lot of this stuff of these people they're making a living out of out of this uh sensationalization of um sensationalism I'm sorry of of all of this stuff and they're capitalizing on it and it's really detrimental to our country and the people and I include Fox when Tucker Tucker Carlson's the oh same my way. God. Oh, and he's yeah. probably the one of the top guys out there that is he's got the biggest audience probably. And he reaches the most people, goes right into people's homes. People that we know and love are um affected by this. Mm-hmm. And um some of the things that he said recently include that the FBI was was responsible for January 6th, right? Or not just they were part of it and then potentially responsible for planning January 6th, the mm-hmm. FBI. And this is what stuff that is now going to be spat back at us from our friends and relatives who are Fox viewers. We're going to have to listen to, to that. Well, um, you know, uh, it's like we said, John, he's a clown. And... Uh, Alex Jones is a clown. Trump is a clown. QAnon is a it's clown. It's all sort of yeah. this, this sort of this, this attention getting thing. Yeah, we, and I think we touched on it before. Yeah, and, and the bad part of it is, are there are people out there who are so damn gullible, they buy mm. into this crap. It's like the Kardashians too, like the culture of the Kardashians, the culture of reality TV. It's this attention, it's attention grabbing culture. They get the power 
and it has nothing to do with substance or talent or oh, anything. Yeah. It's not none of that matters. It's all about attention. Can the and the same thing with a cell phone. It's grabbing your attention. Where's the substance? Where's the the, the richness of life? It's not there. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It's just it's they want to get your attention. <laughs> I heard well, that. they do it and they make big money off of and it. And they do. And that's, you know, and that just amazes me. I mean, the Kardashians, I'll bet, I'm thinking a collective IQ on a good day might be 100. Yeah. You and know? they've been doing uh, it for uh, 15 years, maybe? Oh, or more? Go maybe least. 20? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I just saw something today about that. One of the Kardashians in a in a sex tape or some such crap. I mean, I don't care. It's, I could care less, but I just kind of saw it when I was scanning through the internet. Yeah, it's... um. It's really a de- decay. It's a symbol of decay, you know. There's substance and talent is not is not valued as much, and it's sort of just like, you know, you look at look at Trump. What did Trump actually accomplish in office? Can anybody think of anything that that was of of substance that he accomplished in office? That, and then you do hear a lot of a lot of his supporters say he did the more than any other president. Uh, he he did more than any other president while in office. Um, he accomplished more. Uh, he did more for black people than any other president. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what he says, and that's what his support, supporters then say. Well, and so like I just I want to understand some of the examples of like what what are some, what are some of those things that he did that were that were uh, such great accomplishments. You know, it would be I can't great. think of any. It, it, you know, it, I think border be- wall, Mexico paying for the border wall. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with the drug money. Uh, yeah, they've got it. Uh, you know, um, the problem with this stuff is the truth doesn't matter anymore. You yeah, know, that's what that was our point last yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we, um, we've talked about this time and time again. And if there's anybody out there listening who can really think of anything of substance that Trump did while he was president, please let us know. Because John and I have been... I'm stumped. We're, we're both stumped. I can't think of one damn thing. I'm Trump stumped. Yeah. And uh, so so if there's anybody out there that has good and and, and not, not manufactured, you yeah. know, real life... Real life. And, and on that note, so we're, we're saying if there's anybody out there, I know you you don't really know a great way to contact us. So what we're, we're going to do next time, uh, maybe maybe in the, in the future, maybe not the next episode, but the following. What I like to do is open up this, um, this discussion and invite anyone who wants to be here live when we record onto Zoom. And you can uh, observe, listen, and then um, if you, you know, we, we can open it up if there's people that want to um, add or just add to the discussion or ask questions or make a comment, we can open up uh, and it could be anybody who wants to do that. So anybody who has, I mean, we might, you know, you might make, you know, go through a little vetting process, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but we'll, we'll, um, we'll have you on, you'll be on zoom while we're, while we're having our recording. And that's what, that's the way we'd like to do it kind of moving forward. Um, I hope next episode, I'm hoping to get a, um, a police officer. That's my goal mm-hmm. for episode 19 is to get a police officer, uh, one that even may do training, um, to at, we've talked about the police in the past and I want to, I would love to get their perspective on, on, on how they see the police force currently and how that, you know, how it has changed in the last several years and 
the training process, vetting process. Anyway, uh, but I, I will, um, uh, if you are interested in joining us on this show, um, please go to my Twitter, go to our Twitter account. It's just the John and Tom show and direct message uh, us and um, we will send you the Zoom link for the next episode and you can be on live and add any, any questions. If you want to like debate us or if you're, if you don't like what we say, if you do like what we say, it's all good. Um, it's almost better if you don't like us because then we, you know, I like a little back and forth, but well, because yeah, Tom and yeah. I agree so much to, with each other, but um, it's always nice to have a little bit of another side and opinion, but. Yeah, I think it'd be really interesting to get some direct input from listeners too. I mean, there's you know, there's a lot of perspectives to a lot of subjects, and and we'd really like to hear them. But especially what John was saying about uh, getting the policeman on, because we talked about this. You know, the, the way you know the police have come under attack and and all this. And I would love to hear from a policeman. You know, be you a beat cop, a detective, or a trainer, or whatever. Yep. Uh, you know, call in because I really, I really want to get get the, the a policeman's perspective on it. Yeah, not, not an outsider, but yeah, a, a yeah, true, insider. yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Um, like we had Rose, Doctor Rosie, uh, who's a doctor. We were talking about Canadian healthcare. I think that yeah, that was, was that great. Was good. Um, we want to do more of that, but uh, I also want to clarify one other thing that's been bothering me a little bit. Last episode, I said India wasn't d- diverse, and that's I was like, that was a dumb thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> India is incredibly diverse, and it's it's insanely diverse. So I just want, to, <laughs> if anybody's listening in India, I'm sorry about that. Uh, yeah, it's it's incredibly diverse. One point uh, three billion, I think, people and and. Um, 28 different languages spoken. <laughs> so oh my, there yeah, is no, my there is no, there, there is no, um, uh, uh, national language. No, so, no, so I think they're a little bit more diverse than I gave them credit for. Anyway, I just wanted to make that little correction. You know, they, yeah, it's, uh, we do have some Indian listeners. Oh, we do. Uh, listeners right. in India. Yeah. All I, right. I, I great. Did, Let's I have get noticed. Some more. Um, thank you for listening. Um, okay. So, uh, what do you got for us, Tommy? Uh, let me look. Let me pull up my notes. You know, I've got, I've got to have notes anymore because I can't remember. Everybody needs shit. notes. Uh, oh, damn it. Too old to remember stuff. In fact, we probably won't need to remember stuff in the near future because we're all just going to be have that Neuralink thing straight. Uh, you know, so we won't have to remember anything. You know, I, just, it will immediately... You'll just know everything immediately. So. I told you about that book I read. In, it's in German, and for I'm trying, still trying to find it in English for you because that is exactly what it's about. Hmm. It, it's it was really. I mean, it, that's why it blew me away when you mentioned it. I thought, man, I just read a novel about that. Oh wow! You know, okay. like science fiction, right? Yeah, uh, but it's where that we're there now. So, yeah. Can we just uh, can I just mention that I, I saw. A, a pillow guy had a little oh, <laughs> pillow guy. he's still out there oh yeah and he still thinks that he's got you know he's gonna take over but he's had a little rally and it was kind of sad to watch but uh it, it's just there's people that still go they go to those though they'll go to oh, the yeah. pillow guy's rally mm-hmm. you put it all on with his own money and mm-hmm. but um anyway i i just thought i'd mention that i don't know why just... well you know I guess I my the theme I would like and I, and I know we keep going back to 
you know, political stuff and whatever. But and and I'd like to get away from that. But it's not going to happen. It is not. I think the reason why we're together, Tom. (laughs) The reason why we're together, why we're doing this, is because of the move, the Trump movement. Yes, exactly. And the anti anti democracy movement. Mm -hmm. That's really what Trumpism is. It's anti democracy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you really get down to it, and I think that's that. Well, I wouldn't go straight to fashion. Yes, I maybe, but I think it's anti-democracy is a little more broad, right? Because well, yeah. because it's sort of like they just don't want democracy. Mm-hmm. They don't want democracy because if they wanted democracy, they would they would be willing to compromise. They would be willing to, you know, listen, and they're not. And they're 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 only like one way or my way or the highway, and they're, that's not mm-hmm. how democracy works. And I think that's why we do what we do. That's yeah. why we're doing our show. And that does, and it tends to be political because of that. Yeah, and well, so that's true. Plus, I'm not, not going to apologize for it. <laughs> plus the fact that the, the Trumpicans give us fodder every day. I mean, it is it, amazing the it, amount of just, like, you know, just when you think you've seen and heard it all, it's like, nope, you haven't. It's fodder, <laughs> it's fodder to us and most people, but mm-hmm. to the Trumpicans, it's not fodder. It's, it's the it's, truth. It's that's the their truth. That's the reality, mm-hmm. and that's the scary part. Like Kaylee McHenry or whatever, McKaylee or whatever, the old Trump uh, press secretary. Oh yes, the blonde yes. girl. Yes, um, she said she stated that she never lied while she was press secretary. She said she never told a lie. I think I saw her nose actually grow oh, when yeah. she said that. But <laughs> but she's but and the thing the funny thing is I believe her. I believe she believes that well i believe she believes that she did never tell a lie because, and that, which is scary as hell. It, well and i think the reason for that is john she only spewed the material she was given uh, it's not like you know I, what i mean she's i don't somebody, think she's a dumb person no i don't think she's she a dumb, knows what she's doing well yeah now that that that's true but but i think she's not I, ignorant yeah but i think somebody higher up's okay you're gonna say this that, okay well it must be the, you know Maybe she never I, I think that she it. just she believes that those things were true. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's the that's yeah, the yeah. insane part. She she lives in an alternate universe. Okay, they they live in an alternate universe where those things are true, and they truly believe that stuff. And that's the that's the part that's messed up. Well, I I I've I, I've come up with a new term, John. I hope this catches on. Okay, selective reality. Selective. That's even better than alternative. No, you select it. Because it, it, it means that you're choosing. Your reality. Not, it's not an alternate. Alternate's sort of like out there. When you select, you're actually selecting. Yeah, you're, right. You're choosing an alternate. It's like you're choosing your alternate reality. Mm-hmm. And that's good. I like it. Yeah. Select, selective reality. Yeah, selective reality. Well, and... It, oh, I like that. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well maybe it'll catch on. You never know, John. You, you know, things, you know, big things come from small beginnings. Yeah. You know, uh, but anyway, I one thing I wanted to talk about today was, or is rather, uh, the the general insanity that has overtaken this country. It really bothers me. Uh, this these the number of people that are buying into conspiracy theories, buying into QAnon. Uh, buying into trump for christ's sake uh and and a lot of our and here's a big stumbling point for me is a lot of our 
federal lawmakers are into this stuff. You know, we've got, you know, these are the people that are supposed to be making the laws for this country, and they're buying into QAnon. Right. They're buying into Donald Trump. They're, you know. So my question is, okay, so we've been down this road for a while. So it's been five years now mm-hmm. since Trump has been out. It's almost six because his, his rhetoric started in the, in the 2015, really. Oh, yeah. And um, so it's it, it crescendoed probably in um, around the election time of last year. Uh, and then he sort of, he lost. And then January 6th happened. And then I think some people fell off the bandwagon at that point. After January 6th, I think he lost some supporters. Too bad they didn't all fall off. I know, but, <laughs> but what I'm saying is I think it may have his his mass uh, most supportive time might have been like 2019 probably 2019 before mm. covid because i think covid also hurt him he handled that poorly so i think his support has been waning since 2020 mm-hmm. and just slightly and going down so i know I, but i also am still surprised that he has any support at all and i also am completely support surprised that the majority of republicans support him Yes. But I do think that there are fewer overall numbers of people that support him since okay. since 2020. I think the number has gone down. It's not doesn't mean we have to take our foot off the the accelerator or the gas or whatever. Like mm-hmm. we have to continue to to put the pressure on uh and uh make sure that that uh those people and the, the group of people that are anti-democracy do not win. We almost lost. Oh, yeah. We almost lost yes. our democracy. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds extreme to say that. No, and, it's and not extreme at all, John. It's the truth. Uh, it sounds extreme to say that, but yeah. in, but the election, if we didn't, if if Biden didn't win, and I'm not a, I think Biden's doing fine. I'm not a huge Biden fan, but no. he's doing a million times better than Trump. But uh, if that didn't happen, where would we be right now? We would be continuing down the path towards an authoritarian anti-democratic mm-hmm. society well and it's scary as hell and that could still happen because but you look at the, the 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 republican party right now they overwhelmingly still have trump as their number one guy and if you're not a supporter of trump you're out of the party well i heard trump Liz say cheney just yesterday that people he is more popular now than he has ever been yeah, but and, and that's of course that's coming out of his mouth. I mean, who knows if that? I mean, I, I, I really don't. It might be true, and the, the that fervor, the fervor for, could be stronger per capita, <laughs> per yeah, person. The true. fervor could be stronger, but it might be fewer numbers overall. I hope so. That's my that's my suspicion, and my guess is that the overall numbers of people have lowered, but the fervor is still there, oh, just yeah. as strong, if not stronger, mm-hmm. because they're angry. They believe that the election was stolen by the evil democrats the mm-hmm. leftists the leftists mm-hmm. are going to turn the country into russia china mm-hmm. venezuela yep it's happening currently if you listen to, to podcasts of people like tim pool or you listen to uh, jack probasek or michael malice mm. or uh and you know this gavin mckinnis guy yeah. or any of these guys and there's so many of these people out there buck mm-hmm. sexton you know there's um uh, tons of them. i'm starting to get to know these names because those guys 
And all of those guys are making a living off of this. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like Alex Jones, for Christ's sake. I Alex mean, Jones is another level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's a whole different level. But but even still, yeah, that's along the same lines. They're cashing in on this, which which begs the question: Do they really believe this horse shit, or yeah. are they espousing it because there's an audience out there? Let me tap the brakes for a second too, because there is something I have to mention. Um. I think the, the the idea that everything that Trump touched was bad is something we have to address too. Because like he touched he touched whatever he he blurted out anything he thought of, and every now and yeah. then he got something right. The, the true, yes. right? So, yes. but I am not one of those people that will blanket that and and say uh, just because Trump said it, it's wrong. I'm going to actually listen and, and try to make sure that I will investigate, say, like the hydrochloroquine thing. Like, I'm not going to just discount it just because he said he liked it. I'm going to look into it. Maybe there's something there. Or maybe because Fauci or uh, some of the other things, uh, that was it put in the lab? I'm still not, just because the, the left says it wasn't, I'm not going to just jump on that side. I think that's one of the problems no. with the left, the, the, the leftist that you autumn just anything that trump says is automatically wrong and you can't admit that it might have been right i admit some of the things might he might have been right the sun shines on a dog's ass every now and then uh, yeah sure right? absolutely i and well, you have to admit it when he was elected okay i wasn't a big hillary fan but i voted for her. But when he won, I thought, well, man, this may not be too bad. I mean, he's he's a, a, a quote outsider, which turned out to be a bunch of crap. Uh, and you know, he does. He's not politically beholden to anybody. So I thought, well, maybe. And the only thing that that bothered me, the, the one thing that bothered me the most about that clown was his outrageousness. You know, he he was absolutely outrageous. You know, he'd say, like you said, he just blurted right, out right, anything. Right. And, yep. and and I thought, well, you know, at first I thought it was kind of entertaining. Okay, well, what's, what's going to come out of his mouth next? Well, the problem is that people believed it. There were a lot of people that bought into all that crap. So about halfway through his presidency, I thought, this guy's dangerous. If he can convince... Uh, major banks to give him a loan mm -hmm. he can you know if he can convince people uh to have the show the apprentice or he, he can you know he's got a ability to to do that he's got that con man ability con man's perfect yes you know? so uh it's not surprising it's not surprising but well you know the, the trumpicans uh as far, you know, as far, and I'm just going to say, as far as I'm concerned, there are a bunch of hypocrites, liars, criminals, and uh, thieves. I mean, they're just, you know. Well, the, they, for, uh, the politicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lie. Uh, you I know. think the people at the end of the. Um, they're cowards. At, they're cowards. Well, I That's think the I people trying. at the end who are getting fed the media and they live in these places where everybody they know is also a Trump supporter. I feel a little bit for those people. They're they don't they're not getting it. They they're not they're missing it. They're they're missing that the fact that like this is a very anti-American uh, group. Yes. So this is very very anti-American. Well, you know, I uh, 
I wish we didn't have to talk about Trump, but and we, you know what? We may we may not have a podcast if if Trump Trumpism goes away. Here's my plan: if Trumpism goes away, <laughs> there's a boring. good there's a good chance yeah. that we're going to stop the podcast mm-hmm. because I, the only the thing that you got to be passionate on your podcast, right? Mm-hmm. If you're going to have a, if you're going to have a podcast, you have to be passionate about what you're doing, and I think I am passionate about democracy. I'm passionate about freedom in our country and uh happiness and mm-hmm. i'm not and i i think that there's uh, you know we're we're up against a, a real foe here mm-hmm. and it's 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 like got its tendrils into our into our system exactly and we are struggling mm-hmm. right now to survive it's like a virus well and we are hurting and i don't have any other way to to combat it other than to talk to you and put it on the podcast i know because our our course we live in hoosier land which is hard hard hardcore republic said all my neighbors are not well no, nice. well yeah you know you're lucky because mine aren't uh uh but anyway yeah we we are very folks you have to remember living where we are we're very much in the minority here i mean we're like yeah. i said we keep the curtains drawn so you know snipers can't get us uh, <laughs> that's true we are we are halfway underground that's true yes, we, we have are. a dog as protection callie mm-hmm. our dog our mascot yes yeah, yeah, uh, she yeah. hears anything she attacks she does uh but you know getting back to re- the republican lawmakers the thing i think that bothers me the most about them is they're such damn cowards Yes, they are absolute. Cowards. I think cowardice, in addition to the the fact that they don't actually do anything, no, except exactly. for tear down, they don't offer legislation. They don't offer any sort of. Uh, they don't put any bills on the table. Mm-hmm. They don't offer any pr- uh, uh, constructive work. No, it's all tear down. They're a demo crew. Mm-hmm. They're not construction work. You know, like. They're not building anything. They're tearing down. Listen to Jim Jordan. Has he ever offered anything positive? Ever. Not that I've ever heard. Well, how about Tucker Carlson? What are they supposed... No, but Jim Jordan is, yeah. is actually a, a... He's a house member? I think he's a house member. Yeah, oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, Jordan, that, yeah. Matt Gates. Uh, Jordan's from Ohio, I yes, think. Yes, Jordan, yeah. Jim Jordan's yeah, yeah, yeah. from Ohio. He's a... Um, actually, um, he's an accused sex offender. A wrestling incident from high school or something. When he was a uh, teacher, wrestling coach, he was oh, accused of. Yes, a, yes, yes. I don't know if that's true or not, but um, he is um, never offered anything constructive. Uh, Matt Gates, another one. Like a lot of those guys, they they learned from their predecessors. Uh, you know, the people before them, they're just going to tear things down mm-hmm. because they're. I think that maybe part that goes back to the whole um, Republican idea of anti. Um, less less government, less government, right? Which makes sense, I guess. But wouldn't but but to constantly be this person that's sort of tearing things down. Um, look, what are you doing? Like, so you're you're just trying to tear things down? Like that's your job? Yeah. To stop people from doing things? Is that it? Well, you know. That maybe that's what they're. That's what they think their job is. Mm-hmm. Their their job actually isn't to do anything. They're not. They're not there to help. They're there to just uh, stop things from happening. 
Well, you know, it's kind of a, maybe I just have had a revelation there. I need to do a little <laughs> more research actually, but okay. We're into June. Okay. So the new Congress and what has, has been in effect since January. Okay. What bills have been passed yesterday? They passed Juneteenth, which should have been done decades ago. Uh, so yeah, that's a pretty legitimate thing. Yeah, no, I mean, that is absolutely of all legitimate. the things that you could have a holiday for. It should I mean, be absolutely. Juneteenth is based upon the, the historical story that a Union soldier told a group of slaves that they were no longer slaves; they were free. It's a emblem of the end of slavery, uh, and, end of slavery. And, and, and I think a, a federal holiday acknowledging that. United States was, you know, slavery was a big part of the early part mm-hmm. and, and we acknowledge it and it's part of our history and we're moving forward. We're dealing with it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a huge deal. We should have had it a long time ago. Well, I heard an interesting statistic today. They were talking about, well, you know, slavery was strictly a Southern thing. Not true. Not really. Not true. It was, it was ubiquitous in the South, yeah. but it wasn't outlawed in the North. But like in the North, these that they the majority of wealthy it wasn't as, it wasn't as common though had slaves you know and so but 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 it's always like i said it's always been kind of really i didn't know that i, I have to look into that yeah. that's interesting I, it, I i i wouldn't be surprised because yeah. i think it was just sort of a world accepted thing back in the day you know um times are just different you know like uh we know now that <laughs> obviously that's uh we wouldn't want to do that, but it's, it's, it's kind of like an, evo- it's just evolution. It's yeah. evolution. We're evolving. We're realizing things are good and bad, you know? Um, and we don't, we don't have to do that anymore. And we also have to acknowledge that the seriousness of that, of how, how much that can affect an entire culture mm-hmm. psyche. Right. Right. Um, we're have, have white people ever been slaves? I mean, Jews have been slaves in ancient Egypt. Egypt. Yeah. Um, Chinese have been slaves. Japanese. Um, Japanese. Have been, I mean, a lot of cultures have been. I don't think, I'm trying to think, have Europeans, white Europeans ever been slaves? Yeah, yeah the serfs, the serfs were almost like sl- slaves. And the only pair, and, and absolutely, I can't, but they, they still, the but they were still question. kind of on their land a little bit. Whereas, yeah. whereas in Africa, they were taken mm-hmm. and shipped. They were kidnapped, kidnapped from their people. land yeah. and taken. That's a lot different. Mm-hmm. It's very different. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, one thing that I'm going to go back. I remember, and this phrase became popular right after Kennedy was assassinated. It said. The saying is that the day Kennedy was assassinated was the day this country lost its innocence. And I have to laugh my ass off because we lost. Our, what dude, innocence? We, lost we never had our, innocence. We never had never innocence. Never had innocence. Hell, we. we That's had, a white people. We didn't have innocence. Saying. <laughs> yeah. When, when this country was formed, we didn't have innocence. I mean, look yeah. what we did to the black man. Look what we did to the Native Americans. Yeah. I mean, uh, innocent Jesus. You know, give me a break. Yeah. I just watched Peter Pan on Disney the other day. 
Oh, really? And um, I couldn't believe. Were you sober? I was. I was. I have a three-year-old, so we were watching it with my three-year-old. Oh, okay. okay not not yeah. by myself. Just well, I was like, okay. Well, yeah, you needed to qualify that. So I was beginning <laughs> to wonder a little bit. No, uh, the original Peter Pan on Disney, and there's this set scene in it that's like they they sing an entire song about why is the red man red? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It and all the Native Americans are red. They're red, you know, mm -hmm. and it's. It's kind of shocking. I hadn't seen Peter Pan, the Disney Peter Pan, in a long time, and um, and they're and the, the lyrics are like, whoa, you know, it's just it's so different. Mm -hmm. And you think about, I, I, you know, I, you think you get annoyed with, you know, oh, this got this big long clause at the beginning saying, you know, these stereotypes from before they weren't part of the culture back then, and now it's different. And but yeah. now you see something like that and you're like, oh my God, yeah, it's kind of, that's pretty bad. You know what? That's pretty bad. It's funny, you know? man. I don't think I ever saw Peter Pan. You should go back and check it no, out. There's, a, there's the part where they, they, they really have a, uh, uh, a long song about, you know, the red man, they call it. And it's like, whoa. Well, it's just, they, they didn't even think about it though. It's like, I, I think I, I remember growing up in the early mid, mid seventies and a little kid and late seventies and just, it doesn't even that it's almost, it almost is an ignorance. Oh yeah. You know, I think, I think with a lot of the people and the things that were made, those shows that were made back in the day, it's an ignorance. Mm -hmm. You just don't know. Maybe you're just, you're not exposed to people like that very much, right? You're just not exposing you. Mm -hmm. You haven't been taught that that's inappropriate not good not right and yeah. you just don't know any better and now now we're being taught and i think it's good it, you know I, this whole wokeness thing is is one thing but like oh, wow. but but it is i think the, the the idea of wokeness is is comes from a good place it's like wokeness could be like that part in peter pan mm -hmm. that shouldn't really we should not shouldn't have done we, it. we, sh we need to look at that and say wow we were very, very different. Yeah. That's a woke, that's a yeah. woke feeling. I think that's where wokeness comes from. And, and and just like we were talking about the Proud Boys going too far, wokeness can go too far. Oh, anything right? can. Anything, and anything that can go off the can, rails. Can become extreme. I yeah, mean, that's, there's always become, that potential. Right. And without without any guidance, like who's steering the ship? Who's, mm -hmm. who's, who's driving that woke bus? Who's driving the uh the proud boy bus you know <laughs> well we know no, i don't think ever proud boy was ever rooted in anything good i mean if it was a howard stern sketch yeah uh, then then but but howard stern sketch were just they they kept their context they stayed they stayed in that they were like oh no it's just the this is a joke that's it mm -hmm. we're not <laughs> there's no more to it than that whereas like that gavin mckinnis guy is like it turned into something and it became his rallying cry and it's like this whole cry of, of, of society and white man. And um, I get it. I mean, there is a part of me, and I'm going to go off on a little tangent here that is not sure if it's totally acceptable to everybody. But I think one of the reasons why a lot of um, the strife in, in the world is, is young men not being able to get laid. Like um, you look at um, Al Qaeda or, um, some of the Muslim cultures where they are not allowed to see, not, not allowed to express themselves sexually um, or they're repressed and they, they cannot, 
they they have to they're looking for something they're really they're really really pent up mm-hmm. or these kids that are in their young kids that are white men that um they get guns and they're they, they're usually kind of loners and they just sort of they don't they're they're introverts they don't really um they they haven't gone on a date they've never kissed a girl or something and then they become into their early 20s or something then they go out and they just kill everybody mm-hmm. that that happens um and i think you know the proud boys are probably full of those types of guys oh yeah right and al-qaeda and those types of organizations attract young men who are full of just this energy that they can't release they can't, mm-hmm. and they, and it's getting harder and harder. And then you see social media and you see all these people and you see all this pressure. And I mean, it's just, it's equally bad for women on the other side too, in a different way. Um, mm-hmm. Young women too. It, it's a very difficult world right now. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I just, I had, I went on a little tangent there, but. Well, you know, I, John, I see these extremist groups as like street gangs. And what it, in, in street gangs, you ask psychologists and, and they'll tell you that usually the ones that want that, that street gangs appeal to the most are some, is the people that don't fit in. Or, or they have or, a, a they, they're lacking a father figure. Exactly. Or right. yeah, they, they just feel like they're lacking a good nobody. family. They don't have a good family. They're lacking a good father right. figure. And they right. go out to a gang. Yeah, so, they, so they go into a gang. Now all of a sudden they're a somebody. Right, and they prove themselves as big. Yep. And everybody, like, they want to just become somebody or prove themselves. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have a father figure or somebody to help them with that, that's where they go. It's it's very understandable. Yeah, yeah. But it's also has to. It does have. I think. Um, I think the young man. There's so much power in a young man too, and so oh, yeah. much power and aggression and uncertainty and and fear, fear. Mm-hmm. So much mm-hmm. fear in a 15 to 17 year old kid. And they want to identify themselves. They want to f- attach themselves to something. And um, then a lot of these extremist groups provide that. Uh, but but I think Proud Boys was even later. So like the, you're in your 20s. And nowadays, you know, some of these guys like Gavin McInnes, they talk about the, the emasculation of the man. Oh, God, and, yes. Uh, and, and, you know, th- there, there may be a little bit of truth to that, even though it's not really true. It's sort of just on the surface true, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's... That you could see that being true, but it, it, we get stuck in these these ideas of what we're supposed to be. Maybe we could talk about some current events. No, okay, that's uh, cool. I have gone on too far. No, oh, well, um, we're all guilty of something. But you know what you were saying, uh, you know about Proud Boys and all that. You know, in every legend, there's a little bit of truth. Right. You know, and and well, so, wouldn't they wouldn't be attracted to it otherwise? Exactly. And, well, um, and, and your point with me, your point about fear, fear mm, is mm, well taken because yeah. think about it. They feed on fear. Uh, Trump feeds on fear. Oh, yeah. If you don't listen to me and you don't follow me, this country's going to go to hell. And that's what that's that is, you know, very much a, a dictator's way. Ex- that ex- I am the only person that can save you and well, this country. You know, we were talking earlier. I said, you know, Trump is a fascist. And you thought, well, you know, maybe not quite. But, but, but here's my point. One thing, if you look through history, one characteristic that every fascist has in common is extreme paranoia. 
Okay. Good example, Joe Stalin. He didn't have all those people sent to Siberia for no, because he saw them as a threat. He saw enemies in the mirror. Hitler. Look at Hitler. Yes, look at Hitler. Look at Mao. Remember the cultural, the, the cultural revolution. That's that's what he hit it behind because he got rid of all his enemies, real or imaginary. You can look at it as paranoia, or you could look at it as I am going to run a ship where anyone that even hints of being anti me is gone. Exactly, and that is just precisely what Trump did the whole yeah. time he was president. Yeah. And and, well, this, well, and, and and think about this that, that now that it's come out that they had tapped the phone record they had tapped phones and gotten phone records of members of Congress while he was president. He had the DOJ do that. The DOJ were his henchmen. That wasn't the Department of Justice. That was Trump's henchmen. Right. But even even Barr got to the point where he couldn't put up with it anymore, and he said, "Look, you lost the election. What happened? You got fired." I would like to know why Barr gave up his life for Trump. Yeah, Trump. He's a coward. Uh, well, but I, why why would you even go there? Like, what, what's the point? You know, he had a successful career. He was a respected guy. He was. He was a pretty respected guy before he now, came into Trump. He sure as hell isn't now. No, uh, and then he just. Why would you do that? Why, you know, his his name, his his family name will be scarred for the history. He'll be in the history books as one of those kind of guys that supported uh, anti democracy. Well, you know, I'm going to call it instead of calling it fascism because it's not there yet. I'm going to call it anti democracy. Is this that fair? is true. Oh yeah. Oh, no, no, uh, no. I agree. We we've talked about these movements, all these movements that and it sickens me to say uh these patriotic it doesn't have a name yet it you know well it hasn't been defined well we got we we call it we call it yeah selective reality is great i love that but Uh, but i don't think fascism fascism it's it is not true fascism yet so like i like the idea of calling it anti-democracy because it it does seem like they're they're, they are attacking it absolutely well, January 6th, that was the most anti-democratic exactly. thing that's ever happened in this country. Yeah. And here are these idiots, these assholes, are wearing red, white, and blue and, and calling themselves patriots yeah. and the real Americans, and they're anything but. Right. I think it's important to, to choose words carefully yeah. when we talk about this stuff. Because once you start using the term fascism... Uh, you get lumped in with people, uh, you know, because both sides use fascism. Now, yeah, this is true, right? I, yeah, I, no, I. Think- you could never call. Uh, you could, you could. I don't think the right could call Obama or Biden anti-democracy. Yeah. Right? They can no. call them fascist and get away with it. You can't call those guys anti-democracy. Yeah, because- I can call Trump and Republicans right now anti-democracy. Oh, absolutely. That's. Yes. You know what I mean? No, no, I agree that because that was, like I said, January 6th 
was as anti anti democracy an action as as they come. Yeah, I mean they were trying exactly. They were trying. whatever whatever they were. See, we don't know what they were trying to achieve. They're trying to achieve Trumpism. Maybe fascism is a thing of the past, and the new word to replace fascism Trump is Trumpism. Yeah, well, yes. right. Yeah, well, that, that could be the that could be what happens because all this crap is coming from Trump. All of it came it has come from his well, mouth. Errol, every bit of it. He. But here's the scary thing. He came, he, he, it did come from his mouth, but he was speaking for 74 million people. Well, there they were. wanted it. By, by supporting him, they support that, those ideals. He's speaking for 74 million people. But as I recall, fortunately, there were like 81 million people. That oh, fortunately. But I'm, what I'm saying is that the scary part is that like. No, you know, you're he, right. It was there before he showed up. Mm-hmm. He exacerbated it, but it was there. It was yeah. ripe. It was, it was ready. And he just like, he was the, the, you know, God, it's like, think about it. Like he's exactly like somebody, you know, up there in the universe said, let's, let's just fuck with these people. Mm-hmm. let's put the worst possible person in a situation who's so ripe for uh, a potential fascist or anti uh, anti-democracy or uh, you know totalitarian leader in addition let's throw this like fucking pandemic in here and, yeah. see, and and then like let those two things happen and the worst possible person that could have been in in control at those times was trump and he was there Mm-hmm. That, there's there's got to be something going on there <laughs> there's some like uh, well you that's know, just, that's not fair it's not nice it's not nice to us no. like did we do we have bad karma did we i guess yeah, i guess we do we did some bad things in our history as, as a country but boy we oh, i think we've paid our dues can we move on now yeah i Please? know i you know we there is no country in the world that can say they've got a hundred percent clean slate i mean come on Look oh. at the Brits, for Christ's sake. I, you know, the French, Spain, Let's all think of about us, this. Is there any country you know, that Switzerland, even Switzerland's kind of no, bastards? I don't even want to talk about <laughs> Switzerland. I, that's the biggest, that is the biggest hoax on the face of the earth. All right. Uh, hey, we are anti-Switzerland on this podcast, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah, And I've got good reason to be. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it, it's. You know, no, nobody has, nobody's perp, nobody's clean. Nobody's hands are clean, period. We're going to do a two-hour podcast today, Tom. What's that? We're going to do a two-hour podcast today. Okay, cool. You want to take a break? Yep. Okay. Thank you, everybody. All right. If you like today's episode of The John and Tom Show, please share on the social media platform of your choice. If you have any questions or comments, please direct message us on Twitter at The John and Tom Show. And if you're looking to start your own podcast, look us up at www.carmelsoundlab.com. So we love Burr Lives. I love Burr Lives. And my son's favorite... um, artist is Burl Lives, I'm pretty sure. Um, and we, I bought an album in Reno, Nevada uh, that's uh, Burl Lives, Songs of the West. And I just went on uh, Spotify and I do not see it.
And so that makes me happy that nobody has it. Songs of the West. Nope, it's not there. It's not even listed. I love it. It's uh, not you, listed on Spotify. Do you have Gene Autry on there? No. no I, could, I, could, I could find it. I, I'm sure I could find it. But but I'm, I'm looking for... Because I have uh, the Burl Ives album, Songs of the West. And I think it's a wonderful album. But um, let me see if there's anything else. Well, uh, anyone at home, if you've never listened to Burl Ives, you should listen to Burl Ives. I mean, that's going, you know, that's going way back to my time. You know, that's uh, yeah, he, we, he was cool. I always liked him. You we're know, when, getting back to um, even when I when I was a kid, I I liked to see. Let's he, listen to he did uh, Christmas albums and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so you would definitely know him as Have a Holly Jolly oh, Christmas. Oh yeah, that's what he's known for for most people. Um, but he also has done a lot more than that. Oh yeah, um, I'm gonna play a song John Henry by him. I don't. I, I always thought he had the best pipes. I played this on fiddle, by the way. John Henry told his captain that a man was nothing but a man. Before he'd let that steam drill run him down, he'd fall dead with his hammer in his hand. Fall dead with his hammer in his hand. Yeah, John Burl Ives is badass. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he was great. I loved him. Whoever's playing guitar in this is the badass, too. Mm-hmm. said to John Henry, Gonna bring me a steam drill round Gonna take that steam drill out on the job Gonna whoop that steel on down Gonna whoop that steel on down I recommend you listen to Burl Ives. This is another one. I'm gonna play a quick one. cowpoke went riding out one dark and windy day Yeah! Now this is truly uniquely Americana. Yes. Listen to that high. He goes high. Oh yeah, he's got a range. Yeah. He was a hell of a tenor. Yeah, he's got a great voice. All right. Well, their brands were still on fire and the hooks were made of steel. my son's favorite artist. You know, I have a friend, friends of ours, he's not even 30 yet, but they've got a little boy. He's about two, but he is hooked on Hamilton. Really? So they just play. They just play Hamilton nonstop hmm. on the TV, and he's mesmerized by it. I've never seen it. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. But my uh, granddaughter, my oldest granddaughter, has seen it. Uh, she, In fact, she went to the production they had here in, in Indianapolis a few months ago. She got it on video, and she, oh, man, she knows all the words to all the songs. When I was a kid, I, uh, with my sister, I would watch um, West Side Story. Oh, yeah. That was a pretty good, you know. Natalie Wood, man. That's what I remember. Yeah. yeah. The Jets and the Sharks. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Yep. I'm going to I'm gonna make a phone call, guys. Uh, if it doesn't happen, that's okay. Natalie Wood was probably one of the most beautiful women I ever she saw. She died man. in with James Dean. Is that right? 
Uh, yeah. James Dean uh, from Mulholland Drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what other pending topics are out there right now, Tom? Well, again, I'm I, I have to digress to insanity. Mm. Uh, this one. Uh, this is probably one of the best I've heard. You know, Paul Gozar is a U.S. representative. He's a Republican. And in a House hearing, he referred to the killing of uh, Bobert, the woman that was shot and killed by the uh, security agent at... Uh, not Bobert. He's the... Oh, no, sorry. no, not Bobert. You're talking uh, about uh, Ashley Bobbitt. 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 Yeah. I'm so, oh, man, I'm losing it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Bobbitt. <laughs> <laughs> Bobert, Bobbitt. They're close. They're takes. close. Yeah. Uh, too bad it wasn't Bobbert. Uh, oh. Bobert. Uh, anyway. You might get on the do not, um, you might get disbanded. No shit. saying something like all that. All right, all right, all right. I, I got it. Uh, but anyway, he referred to her shooting as an execution. Right, mm-hmm. and he said, "Well, she was she was executed, and she was unarmed, and all this." Other. Well, didn't Putin ask about that? You know, I don't know. Yeah, so he asked Joe Biden, "Did Ashley Babbitt get Ashley um, Babbitt? That's it. Did yes. she get executed? Uh, was she executed by the American government? I did not know that. I, I he asked heard. he asked that directly to Joe Biden. Okay, and and what was Biden's response? He didn't. He didn't respond. Didn't respond. Okay. Well, anyway. I don't think it's worth a response. He was interviewed. It's not really uh, his business, number no, one. This is true. Anyway, the, the, the policeman was exo- exonerated, and rightfully so. But anyway, his I saw an interview that he did on CNN with his two brothers, Michael and Timothy. And they both said, this blew me away, the first thing they both did was to profusely... Uh, apologize to the the policemen that were involved in January 6th because their their actions were uh, incredibly brave and and all that. And, of course, Gosar is one of them that that, uh, voted against the gold medal award to those police officers. And they also said he is not to be taken seriously. Who? His their brother, who's Paul not Gosar. who's not to be taken seriously. Paul Gosar is the is the U.S. representative. But who's not to be taken seriously? Paul Gosar. Oh, okay. Okay, this is his two brothers, two of his brothers. This is his two siblings, Michael and Timothy, and uh, they both said he's only doing this to raise money. Yeah. He's only doing this. He's only saying these things because he has to toe the line with the Trumpicans. And this one brother, it was Timothy, said he is an out-and-out pathological liar. Hmm. Now, this is his siblings. That's not good. <laughs> no, that's not good at all. And, I mean, they were anything, but and, and they were, you could tell they were embarrassed. They were embarrassed by this, you know. Uh, yeah. And they wanted to absolutely distance themselves from their brother, who is a lawmaker. Yeah. Well, I kind of wanted to comment a little bit about what 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 went on um, with Biden and Putin. Okay. Have you have you been involved in that at all? Did a you? Li- yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
it um uh so it seems like from what i've heard i've tried to watch a little bit of the the news coverage from both sides and it's very obviously it's very different you get um it was a catastrophe from the right side they say it was an absolute catastrophe disaster uh, the worst you know we, we showed such weakness and horribleness and and on the left on on cnn side it's like it was a very refreshing and very good meeting um <clears throat> but you try to like decipher what all that means and if you actually watch the coverage watch them talk to each other and listen to biden and how he was talking it it seems like and and how he was talking to that that um that news reporter who was trying to put words in his mouth um he's like no you don't trust him you don't trust putin i don't trust him i don't trust anybody let's yeah. let's see what happens yeah he said those exact words let's see what happens it, he, biden just took office in january right and he <laughs> the, he it's so profound i think because when trump goes and has these stupid meetings with Kim Jong-un and, and, and Putin, he's like, I trust him. I trust him more than I trust the CIA and the FBI. I trust him more than the government of the United States. And I trust him more than the American people. That's what he's saying. I mean, basically, he is siding with these, these, these dictators and these people that are, you know, and, and it's all based on a whim. It's on his own personal feelings, right? And, and Biden's whole point is that it's not about personal feelings. It has nothing to do. That's the last thing it has to do with, mm -hmm. right? It's about performance, okay? Like, we make these pledges. Are you going to perform? Mm -hmm. Let's watch. Let's see. If it doesn't perform, then now we know. Yep. Trust is irrelevant. There's I think that was, a, that, was a, that was brilliant. That was yeah. a brilliant statement. I think that's so under understated. And uh, I think that people are so, the right is just like, oh God, he's so weak in this and that. Like, did you hear what he just said? Trust is, not, is irrelevant well, in, in international relations. If you it's, look, it's about performance. If you look at history, even during World War II, when Russia became an ally, and we were supplying them with munitions and provisions and vehicles and all this. The American people did not trust Russia then. We have never trusted Russia. Well, somebody did. It must have been Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he basically that's what he said i trust him and I, and it mm. came to the part where i trust him over our our own people sure I, right? that, that doesn't surprise me at all no no and like <sighs> hello and now and now you get right now the 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 right wing media the republican media fox newsmax mm. oan and all of the little subsectors of of these are agreeing with Putin. Mm -hmm. They are on Putin's side more than they're on America's side. They would rather see Putin win 
than Biden win. Yeah. The, 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 there were, I just saw a, uh, I should bring this up, but I just saw a, um, a poll about like who supports what Putin's, Putin says versus Biden. 9%, 9% of Republicans uh, support Biden, agree with Biden. 19% of Republicans support Putin. No. And uh, it's like, okay, let, no, we need to just take a step back. And like, like, what are we doing here? What's going on there that's so important? Like, why do we care so much about Russia right now? As far as I know, the Cold War ended in, in 1989. How does Russia impact us? Yeah. I... <sighs> Other than hacking us and, and hacking our oh, infrastructure. Yeah. <laughs> but like, This is true. They have nuclear weapons, but like we all agree that we're not going to shoot nuclear weapons on each other. No, I think so. Even, even Putin, he was former in when the Soviet Union was still in power. He was KGB, but it was the KGB actually that brought down Soviet Russia because they knew the truth. Really? They're yeah. They they are the ones who really caused the the collapse of the Soviet Union because they were the only, they were some of the very few people who knew the truth about Soviet Russia. And then they knew it was on absolute destruction course because the economy had absolutely. That's a failed. really interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Look into that idea it, because yeah. like who were the people of the KGB? Yeah. Yeah. And well, uh, Putin was one of them. In fact, he was high-ranking KGB officer. Uh, he has enough damn sense. I mean, come on. A nuclear exchange would be mutual annihilation. I mean, that's been known for years. Right, and that's what that was. My, that was kind of my point. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. my point. It's like nuclear war is not on the table. Well, yeah, because well, I mean, it was to the point when I was a kid, we did duck and dive exercises in the where, 50s in the 50s where you you dived under your desk and put your head over your hands you, you put your head your hands yeah. over duck your and head, cover duck, duck and, cover. and cover and uh because there was always the threat and we had uh bomb shelters you go downtown or whatever there were there was a symbol for bomb shelters and all that yeah. it was and and people like my mother-in-law rest her soul uh were seeing communists under the bed I right. Mean, I mean, it, the fervor was unreal. Yeah. Uh, yep. And fear, now, fear was rampant. It, again, fear. it comes back again, to fear. fear. If exactly. you really come down to the the brass tacks of things, it's like it's fear. Fear. You're, yes. You, because whenever you're talking about events in human history, you have to talk about human big picture stuff, like emotions and feelings and fear, fear is the biggest one that causes people to, to, you know, do drastic things. Well, but fear, I think what happens too, John is fear leads to irrational actions. You know, fear is a very destructive. It can be very destructive when it becomes dominant. It can lead to some very destructive behavior. Well, there seems to be two major forces in the world. In the, in the universe. Mm -hmm. Two major forces in the universe. I think you know what I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. Fear and love. Yep. That's the umbrella 
of both, right? So you got one, it's yin and yang. Yeah. It's the opposites. Yes. Fear is the opposite of love. Love is the opposite of fear. Uh, So once you start going down the route of fear, then you're talking about everything that's a negative. It's pulling away, Mm -hmm. reducing, reducing. And I think, you know, you can almost look at the parties in that way. Oh, I oh I hear you. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think I think the the Trump party is negative. Mm-hmm. It's pull away. It's retract. It's um, fear, and then the I I'm not a Democrat, but I I do feel like and even the progressives and stuff they're very uh, bleed when you say bleeding heart liberal. Mm-hmm. That that means something actually. That, that's not. I don't think that's a derogatory. Bleeding heart is mm-hmm. it means that they care compassion right i'm not a bleeding heart liberal i wouldn't consider myself that i'm not a super progressive i'm in the middle i'm a little bit more whatever but uh the the opposite side is compassion the opposite side is love Mm -hmm. and um taking and giving and take and you know like giving helping loving compromise Mm -hmm. it's the opposite side it could be even almost man and woman Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, um, yeah. <laughs> what can I say? You know, after 48 years I just of marriage, you there? I can say, yes, this is true. The dynamic is. The majority is, of women are on the love side. Mm-hmm. Majority of men are, are on the other side. We are, yeah. you know, we have a different role. Mm-hmm. You know, our role is to. You know, we get down to the basics of it, um, protect, f- you know, feed, uh, sort of kill, um, uh, well, you in- know, intimidate it's, it's, it's a negative. And then the women is the positive sort of like love, nurture, mm-hmm. feet, you know, uh, it's interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just threw it out there. Well, we, well, I didn't expect to go there on this podcast. Go look at how many species of animals uh, the male comes in, uh, gets the female pregnant, he books. And yeah. then the female. There's also females that kill the male once they have. Exactly. Sex. You know, and that might not be. That's a little different. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, <laughs> throws everything out the window. It's always the female that nurtures and brings up the young. Mostly, there there are. Yeah. I think there's a few species that don't, like the penguin or something. I think yeah. there's like well, yeah, one or yeah, two. Well, yeah. well in skimmers. In there's always Florida, outliers. Yeah. There's yeah. outliers. There's but, outliers. But if you're looking at like the majority, majority uh, is that. And, yeah. And, exactly. you know, we're just talking about nature here. Like I think you you talk about nature. You talk about like what is the just the natural order of things. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. But I think nature is being redefined right mm-hmm. now in the world. I think we're also moving into a digital world and, oh. and, and the digital world nature is in, is important. Mm-hmm. And we sort of redefining that. And uh, it's really interesting. Um, and we may be some of the last, uh, you know, non Android people in them. You know. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is the advancement of technology getting onto that, when I was a kid, they had, you know, I read Dick Tracy comics. You know, Dick Tracy was, was big, and I was into it. And he had a watch. 
that had yeah. video and audio. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, now yeah, I'll never be. You yeah. know, that's, 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 that's way out there, science fiction. I'll be damned if I'm not wearing one right now that does that. Yeah. <laughs> Should I call you Dick? Yeah, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Dick? I've been called worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyway, um, other things to talk about I've touched on many times is covid I'm, I'm, I'm loving that we're, um, don't have to wear masks in like 95% of the places now. That's great. Yeah. As long as you're vaccinated, but there's also this thing right now where you're seeing like, uh, places that didn't get vaccinated are seeing higher, higher COVID rates. Mm. It's really amazing. It's like brilliant. Um, who would have thought? Well, you know, what's <laughs> bizarre. I heard again, I can't remember where it was, but anyway, a group of hospital hospital employees sued. They didn't want to get vaccinated. They didn't want to yeah. get vaccinated. Yeah. And stupid people are. Really. And federal judge threw it out. He said, "No, this." Do see, they really think that the, the, this 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 vaccine is like Bill Gates entering our system? Come on, do the people? Th- what is the downside to this freaking vaccine, man? Well, here's what it's, so it's, it's it's. We can look at the numbers right now. The COVID rates have gone down to almost zero mm-hmm. in places yes. that have been vaccinated. Okay. Just yep. stop, people. Well, their their argument was, now get this, that they were being used by the government as an experiment because this was an unproven vaccine. And I think, oh, contraire. Millions upon millions of people have been vaccinated. I do understand skepticism. It, I am a but, skeptic myself. Well, I am. Yeah, but, but now but, that it's been out for four months, five months, six months, and we're seeing the results. This is the f- biggest test deal that with it. drug has ever gone, undergone. Yes. There have been a handful of uh, complications from it. Okay. Oh, but that's one yeah, in a million, I mean, one in a million, nothing. literally one within, in a million within millions. Uh, and seriously, I mean, anybody out there, if you're still listening to this, uh, thank you. Number one, <laughs> number yeah, two, great. get vaccinated. Yeah, please. Do. For God's sakes, get vaccinated. Well, here's, here's, uh, a good example. And, and tell me where this is different. When a lot of times, like, like years ago, when I went to work, I, I, I had, uh, I was an immunologist before I went to dental, uh, dental school. Mm. But to work at the IU Dental uh, Medical Center, you had to have hepatitis vaccine. Mm. No question about it. So we did that. And that's, hold, that's held true for years. Had to have that before I could, uh, my wife had to have it. And they have these requirements for vaccinations. You have to have Oh crap! I think my wife had before she got when she got out of nursing school. She was going to go to work. She had to get smallpox, and well, she already had smallpox. But all these other vaccinations, job requirements, not optional, mandatory. So now, and that's been around for years, but now they're suing because they're making them take a vaccination but it's unproven unproven my ass at this point i think it's it proven is not at this unpro- point it, is it was it was unproven 6 months ago yeah but now come on but, know, and and so the time a- frames are unusual yes i think yes. in a lab setting i think the time frames are extremely aggressive mm-hmm. 
but we have to realize, have to but, but you have to sort of like adjust your frame of reference, uh, based on the situation a little bit. Okay. Like we, we are, we, we are in something that needs immediate action, you know, and yes. like we can't mess around. Yep. And, and on that point, I'm going to let you tell a story. Again, getting back to the insanity that has enveloped this country. And I have to say that in all my years, <clears throat> this is the worst state of the union I have ever lived through. I cannot believe that this country has been overtaken by absolute insanity. Case in point. Let's look at Tucker Carlson. His latest conspiracy theory is that it was, in fact, the FBI who orchestrated the January 6th uprising. That the, quote, unindicted participants were not indicted because they were, in actuality, FBI agents. Now, let's look at, at one of the court proceedings, one of the many liability suits that Fox has faced and is facing. One of his writers testified in court. One of Tucker Carlson's writers said, look, this guy is not to be taken seriously. No ifs, ands, or buts. He is not to be taken seriously. So, the judge ruled in the end that, yes, they were liable and that they should, that Fox should put out a disclaimer before they air his show that, that this is really not factual, it's not to be taken seriously, blah, blah, blah. And if you'll recall, uh, this isn't the first time this has happened. Yeah, it's like a warning, uh, mm -hmm. farcical... Um Remember, uh, this is a farce. It's almost like uh, satire. Well, it's it, like Powell. Is it, is it satire? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like John uh, Stewart. It? Yeah. It's John Stewart. They're, mm -hmm. they're doing a John Stewart show, but they're like John Stewart always said that he was a comedian and he was always like, no, I'm not the news. There's a wonderful, wonderful clip of him interviewing Tucker Carlson, or when Tucker Carlson interviewed him or something back in like the mid 2000s. And he's like, I am not claiming to be a news source. You are, you mm -hmm. have a responsibility. Yeah. I'm a comedian, I'm a comedy show. Mm -hmm. and, he, and Tucker kept coming back to him and said, no, you're, so, no, 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 you are claiming to be a news show. Yeah. I am not. Yeah, 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 you're swallowing this stuff hook, line and sinker and it's, it's a joke. Yeah. You know, I, I... Don Stewart could have saved this country. And he, I blame him a little bit for all of this. Oh, really? He could have saved the country. If he would have like been a voice during all of this, he, he disappeared. Mm -hmm. I wish he wouldn't have disappeared. I, he kind of, um, he got a little selfish there because, because like this is bigger than him. I mean, he, he was the voice of the country. That's a, mm -hmm. uh, to me, he was a huge voice. It, even though it was comedy, we all knew it was comedy. He still was. This, he he made sense. He was the guy the next day after nine eleven that was was on air. Oh yeah, and in a very very respectful. I mean, he's mm -hmm. in New York. Mm -hmm. The guy's a New Yorker. You know, like 
unbelievable. And, yeah, he's um, there while it's and, happened. And he's all he's been doing the last twenty years is fighting for firefighters' rights who, mm-hmm. who got who got, um, you know, damaged by the going in to fight for nine eleven. That's all he's been doing. Like he could have been. I think I think dealing with Trump was too much for him. Um, he just. He couldn't handle it, but I I do blame him a little bit. He could have he could have stepped up. It's not too late, John. If you're out there listening, I'm gonna send this podcast to you, John, and you need to listen. You need to come back. Trevor Noah's not doing it. He's too biased. Yeah, he's too biased. I don't really like listening to him. It's it's too much. I want John Stewart because you are a voice of reason. You went on Colbert the other night and said. Wuhan, the the virus was created in a lab. It blew everyone's minds because that's not a leftist thought. No, no, right? no, right? no. Like he he'll say he'll say things that aren't like he's he's sort of like us, mm-hmm. right? Sort of he he thinks about each individual thing and comes up with a a, a decision based on the most. Uh, evidence that he has yeah it's real not, facts it's facts yeah. it's about facts it's about it's not about emotions it's not about like party it's about mm-hmm. facts mm-hmm. it's about research right and and that, that's what i loved about john stewart i think that trevor noah is totally biased mm-hmm. i don't i can't watch him it's not. It's not funny. It's not funny. No, it's not funny at it's all. It's not funny no, at all. No. and it's very biased. Well, and again, John, we go back to the same stuff that we've talked about before. There are all kinds of clowns out there, and the problem is, you know, they're clowns. I know they're clowns, and there are hopefully a whole lot of us who know they're clowns. But by the same token, there's a whole lot of gullible people that think. This is real. That's the problem. And uh, I remember when it came out with the, the movie, The Da Vinci Code, mm. people took that, a lot of people took it seriously. And finally, I forget who it was that wrote it, said he got, he, he was on a show. He said, look, this is fiction. I made this up. This isn't real. You know, it's just fiction. You know, uh, I, I, I don't get it again. I think we go back to selective reality. Um, I am a little concerned about these shortages of goods that they keep talking about. I haven't experienced it yet. Have you? I, it seems like everything's just fine, but there's a lot of fear mongering. Oh, on, yeah. On the go right. Back to fear again. Yeah. Yeah. About shortages of everything. And hey, if that's true, yeah, that sucks. That's bad. But let's, where is it? Where, I haven't seen it yet. I've, I've been listening to right-wing podcasts for the last three weeks, and they've been talking about these shortages as if they're happening now for three weeks, and I haven't seen any of it. Now, you just said you got back from Florida where mm-hmm. they were uh, the rental car companies were claiming that... Um, shortage of cars. Shortage of cars because of the chips makes you raise their rental car prices. Yes. So, yeah. You know, vendors love to do that. I used to work in real estate and construction companies always would say, oh, China, the, the tariffs, you know, we got to raise our prices 10%. It's like, oh, yeah. That's pretty mm-hmm. much bullshit. Um, but 
I don't know, man. Like, I have yet to see anything happen on that level. I'm not saying it's not going to, but, um, you know, they're, they're, they're predicting it. Let's see if it happens. Well, you know, this is going to sound like a crazy example, but the right has said how much food prices have, they've like doubled since, since Biden took office. And, and the one they, they picked out, I said poultry. Poultry has doubled in price since Biden took office. Mm-hmm. So somebody actually researched it and looked. And you know how you know what the price increase for poultry is? Five percent. Hmm. Right. It's sort of like within the realm of normal fluctuations. Exactly. You know, and it's not. And, and I know it sounds like a crazy example, but they're saying, "Oh, all food prices have doubled. They've all doubled since since Biden's been been president." And a lot of people believe that. I'm calling my friend Ferris. If he answers, it's, it's a work day. It's about lunchtime. Yes, John. Beerman. Beerman's calling me. Hello. B-W-E Devaraman Beerman. Hello, Ferris. B-W-E Devaraman Beerman. Thank, thank you. Thank you for that. You're on a podcast. <laughs> oh, <my> good. <laughs> are, you, uh, are you getting a taco? I am going to Henry's Highlights because they just lifted the mask mandate. So we're going to eat. You guys, you guys <laughs> the are funny. First time in, in a long time. Like a year later than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, I know. We're, I know. But I think well, how are gonna, your numbers over there? You're going to come out looking good. Uh, nobody uh, even. Uh, how are you? I haven't thought about a pandemic in like a year. So okay, but how are the numbers there? I mean, you guys are pretty good. I haven't even thought. Of, I don't think there are numbers. I think it's all fake. There are no numbers. I've been telling you that. <laughs> I've been telling you that since day one. It was all fake. By the way, Ferris, everything I I told you came true. You see, he's a oh prophet. yeah, yeah. It was all gonna it was all gonna stop as soon as Biden was president. That's what you said, right? Uh, no, it's about it's no, about, I, it's, okay, about we'll, the, it's about the um, the um, what do you call it uh, when you get the shot? Oh, it, immunization. Yeah, it's it's about that, but it really is. It's about the shot. Did you get it? You yeah, both it is. Of, yeah, yeah. That's what it's yeah, about. I got it, yeah. And, and and we're seeing right now all the places that are still flaring up are the people that didn't get it. it has nothing to do with Biden. Yeah, it's true. Don't be a know, silly. Right. Don't be a silly right winger. Come on. <laughs> oh my God! Here we go. Are you watching Fox News again, buddy? Don't do it. I've been flipping back and forth. Yeah, it's okay. It's good. To, it's good to see what everybody everybody's up to. So you got a T-shirt with yeah. Tucker Carlson's face on. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I love him. Oh yeah, he's great. And he loves Netanyahu yeah. too. I don't think he has a, a, an upper lip, Tucker Carlson. Does he? I don't know. No, you know this <laughs> is this. Is, oh, wait, anyway, by the way, uh, Farrah, my name's Tom. I'm. I'm his, the, it, Tom. The, the this John. is Ferris Bueller. We're oh, talking to you. Okay, you're good, man. How are you doing? Where are you at? Good. Man? Where are you? I'm in I'm in uh, San Jose, California. Oh, okay. So, yeah, San Jose. Didn't you just have a big mass shooting down there? We did. Yeah, it was a VTA. It was a disgruntled oh, yeah. employee. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's called going postal. <laughs> it used to be called going yeah. postal. Yeah. Now it's it, 
it's different now but well you know it's the all-american thing to do now you know you get pissed well, off I, I think i i think when you when you lock a bunch of animals in a cage for a year right and then they <laughs> look at all the have you, have you seen all the people getting in fights at, at sporting events holy shit it, oh, yeah. it, it's so out of hand it's right insane. now it's gonna take a it's going to take three years for everybody to calm down and <laughs> put their pecker back in their pants. <laughs> these Dude, people I mean, are fighting so bad, so right bad at these sporting events. It's insane, man. Did you it's see where a, a couple it's of so days ago, <laughs> a couple of days ago, some asshole uh, in a town just east of Atlanta, Georgia, shot and killed a woman cashier because she asked him to put his mask on. So Ferris, uh, is, Ferris is a Palestinian. Just for the record, we did exist at one point, and we still do. You know, I still yeah. ag agree with with uh, Dorothy Kilgallen. Uh, Palestine is occupied. That is, yes. you're occupied, man. That's that that is yeah, bullshit. It's a, apartheid at its best. Yes, and yeah. you know what's funny is they got a new. Um, uh, uh, prime Minister, right? Is that what I'm? Oh I'm yeah, saying? yeah. From you, Israeli. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, better know got, that, Ferris. They, they got that's your of, land over there. They got rid of fucking Netanyahu. Netanyahu. <laughs> well, I, it, yeah, but now, but yeah, who knows? I mean, it's just as bad. It's it, nothing's going to change. It's not like I Is don't know. Is that true? Is that true? I I heard. Yeah, uh, it seems lot. like it seems that he was the opposite side of the spectrum. I thought. I thought he was too, but. He's still bombing at Gaza, and that is what it is. I, you know, you can't. You got to give it some time. They they got they got to negotiate again. And I feel like the, the I feel like the Netanyahu thing was about expansion, right? Like he was yeah. sort of about expansion in uh, unapologetic, unaccepted expansion. Whereas, like, oh, absolutely. right? Whereas the other yeah. this guy is sort of like, no, we're not going to expand. So that's something. You know, the bombing's a different issue, you know, like... No, it is. I mean, they're, just still, they're still, you know, I hate to say it, but, you know, they're supposedly defending themselves against these balloons that are flying over their, their country. I don't even... I don't know. That's what supposedly, you know, Hamas is... Ferris, you're, you're supposed to be talking for all the Palestinian people right now. I know, I know, but I, I, I got to get all my facts together. I've been, I've been slowly... Um, you're so you you're so American, there. man. You're, you're so American. You're so American now. You know, you're not. You're not I, even I Palestinian anymore. No, 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 no. Well, the problem is, is I. You know, it's hard to find good information now. Mm. You know, unless you're on the Tom and John show, then you're going to get everything right. But Honestly, dude. I, 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 I got nothing. I, I, I mean, I, 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 there's nowhere to get good information. I have to say, it's kind of true. Because yeah, there's like, no. I mean, we're, they don't even talk about the world. They don't talk about anything. I mean, uh, on CNN or Fox or anything. I mean, you just get politics. It's all politics. Well, who did what? Who did you're, what? You're who dealing did with, why you're, he did this? You're dealing with parties that are obviously, they've already made up their mind about everything. So, like, like it's hard to find a forum that where people are, you know, really just reporting the news and then, you know, being fair about it. Yeah, you know? true. Yeah. Or being reporter. And being fair just, about, just, right, just exactly. reporting fairly. It's not. It has nothing to do with. Yeah. Like, there's no bias. You know, like there's so much bias out there. How's the family? Family's That's great, good. man. Kids are good. I'm drinking a Wyoming whiskey right now. A Wyoming whiskey. Wyoming. It's called said? Wyoming whiskey. It's a beautiful whiskey. That's good, man. Oh wow. It's a small That's batch. Good. Small batch. Small family in Kirby, Wyoming. I got it back because I went to Jackson Hole. 
about a month ago for my birthday. Yeah, for your birthday. Yeah, 48. Right. 48, not 50 like you, you old motherfucker. No, 50. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I got both of you beat. All right, damn. Yeah, so, so Tom is sixty nine. I can tell from his voice he's vintage. Yeah, he's. Oh, vintage. really? Is that right? Up, oh, damn. Here, here, and I've been trying to sound cool all this time. You know, now there's nobody Look, cooler man, than you, Tom Ferris. I'm an old hippie. Okay, you know, I'm trying to be. I cool. love it. That's good. Yeah. So you know, I still. I, I tell you. Today, today in San Jose is a big day. I mean, this is like the day where we literally took all the signs off the building. No yeah. masks required. I miss you, buddy. Everybody's out. Yeah, some of the Asians are still wearing masks, but that's pretty. The normal. Asians, but nonetheless. I, hey, Ferris, I miss you, man. I miss you too. I gotta go in. You guys are waiting for me to sit down and eat, and I'm starving. You know okay. me. My you diet. go. You go do your thing, buddy. It's, it's great hey, to I'm talk down to you. 40, I'm down forty-two pounds right now. You got to see me. I'm All right. Oh I'm dwindling. You, man. I'm dwindling. Your wife must be just like, yeah. whoo. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, not really. Care. All right, buddy. Okay, hey, Take we, it easy. Yeah, man. Take care. Bye. That's yeah, Ferris. So he was my, uh, he is my building engineer. Oh, really? My old property. Cool. And he, he's like, they called him the Palestinian George Clooney. Because <laughs> he he looks like he's got white hair and he's a cool mother he's a cool em- mother effer. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that's, uh, you know, I love that guy. Love yeah, him. it's great. I I miss him. And we had uh, it was great. I I loved working there. It was a really good group of people. Um, I miss it. Yeah, I bet that was a trip for everybody I've met from there. If you know, since we've done the podcast, like, well, that was just this was what. So Ferris is the one of the people that, that I used to just work with recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, whereas um, all the other people that were people that I know in the last 10, 15 years. Oh, okay. okay. But Ferris was, was like um, a chief engineer, somebody I worked with on a daily basis. Cool. But um, anyway, um, so you got, I, I always like to try to get bring him in because he's Palestinian. And we used to talk about um, Israel, Palestine and and I would give him a lot. I'd give him, get, I'd give him even, a lot of crap. You don't even want to get me started on that, man. Well, Netanyahu just um, semi stepped down. He didn't leave his residence, but they're trying to kick him out. He's doing a Trump. He he was inspired by Trump. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he said he said I I, I saw it. He said I will be back in power. The world looks to the United States for guidance. Mm. And when the United States fails, the world fails. Mm. And that's where we're at. Mm. And luckily, man, I'm telling you, that stuff that Joe Biden said about Putin was poetic. Oh, yeah. I don't think that anybody realizes that. Like, it may come out later about how... uh, I I think Biden is a quiet genius yeah he's he's not like a he's 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 a stutterer he's got some speaking issues he doesn't speak very well but he is a smart dude oh yeah i think he is i I actually think he is a pretty smart dude well the only thing that uh trump had he was flamboyant and 
Biden is anything but. Well, what I said about it's it's sort of like yeah. what I said about like attention getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right. very fl- he's very flamboyant and narcissistic as hell. I mean, we all know yeah. that. Yeah. Um. So. This is episode 18 of the John and Tom show, and we really, really appreciate you listening. Um, I I don't know where we're going to go from here. I, I think um, we're, we're always going to be a show as long as people are trying to attack our democracy. Yes, absolutely. I, I think that's the main reason we're here. I said I, that earlier, and I, I think that was a good, I think that was a, a pretty much the reason why we do what we're doing. Yeah, I agree, John. And if you don't think that that's important, then I don't know what to tell you. Well, you know, it, it's like we said before, if, if you're listening, if you love us, if you hate us, if you're in between, we want to hear from you. And we, and we really, the point that John made earlier, we'd love to have you uh, participate on Zoom yeah, and right now we'd really, especially, love to have a police officer on the show. Well, I, well, I'm working on it. I might have, if all goes well, I might have a SWAT team member. All right, who is a trainer, thirty year, thirty year member of the SWAT team. He is hardcore in Miami, Florida. Whoa, Miami! He, he could join us. If not, sorry for teasing you, but if he does, then. Fuck yeah. Well, you know, I don't give up because I think uh, I might have a lead on some other police officers. In fact, I met one. Okay. In uh, he's Chicago. Chicago PD. Well, Chicago police officers are a little bit. Um, hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> young guy. I mean, he's. I know, but uh, I'm a little bit suspect of Chicago no police. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I. I <laughs> You're going back to the old daily days. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You're talking about Chicago. Chicago is, man, I, I need to get up there. That's a different world, dude. I might go up there. I'm going to go up there. You know, I... You want to go up there with me? Sure, man. I'll go right, up there. We'll yeah. go up there. We'll, we'll have to have a road trip. We'll have to I, summon... We'll have to, like, have a... a we'll have to fi- bring... We'll have to, like, harness Harry Carey... Oh yeah, Harry Carey. And get him back in there. Oh, I loved Harry Carey. That he, you know, he never. I'm sure he never did a Cubs game sober. That guy was that 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 could not have been. I don't think he could have done a Cubs game take sober. Me out to the ball game. Yeah. Take me out to the crowd. Well, I remember there was actually it was a, that was way better than what he. One would have of done. the guys that was an organist, you know, the organist is up there, you know, in the press button was like, "Here's the organist, here's Harry." You know, he's got the window open, you know, calling yeah. the game and yeah. all that shit. Well, Harry always, when he did take me out to the ball game, <clears throat> he hung out the window with a microphone yeah. and, and he swung would, it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was one time Harry was about to fall out the window and the organist ran around and grabbed <laughs> his ass by the pants and kept him from going head first out of the press yeah. box. Yeah. yeah. That's where we need to get to. We need to get to that place. We need, we need, we need another Harry. This world needs another Harry Carey. God yeah. damn it. Well, that could be us. We're not. No, I mean, even when the Cubs weren't worth a shit, it was always great to listen to Harry. Hey, everybody out there, I love you. Love you it's too, been a man. pleasure. Thank you for listening.
All righty. Next time. Hasta la vista, baby. Bye-bye.